take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from onomatopoeia-inspired metal genres to hashtag it should have been Anselmo. <laughs> My name's Phil. With me is Frank, Yo. Mike, Yo. and Sam. You know, you're right. It actually should have been Anselmo. Mm-hmm. It should have been both, in both cases, mm-hmm. yes. But we'll talk more about that later. We've got <sighs> all types of metal to talk about today. Um... For anyone new to the show, that's what we do. We find new shit. We dredge it from the bottom of Bandcamp, YouTube, the the fucking corners of the internet, and we present it to you and hopefully help you find a couple new favorites. And we're really hoping you're grateful for it because you have no idea, like you new listeners have no idea how much shit we have to sift through the hoops we in order to through. find these little gold nuggets. It's oh, it's it's do. rough. No fucking question there. Oh, just go back go back to like any other fourth episode and you'll hear one of us bitching about Bandcamp. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, uh who we got starting us off this week? Sammy. Uh that's me. Yeah. Oh uh, shit. I'm, I, dude, I've been on my shit the past like couple months. I don't truth. know why. I just keep finding shit immediately after episodes. I wonder if that'll repeat this time. So I actually have to start this off on kind of a depressing note. Uh, the band were br- the brand I'm bringing in first today. I discovered them on the day they announced they were splitting up. I hate when that shit happens. No shit. The day that they posted the announcement that they were breaking the fuck up. Oh man, just Guess like there's uh, a there's there's no worse feeling when looking for bands. Guess there's no chance of an interview then. Yeah. No, it doesn't. There doesn't seem to be, which is really depressing because these guys kick some serious ass. So, um, you know what, Tom? Why don't you just roll into the clip that I posted? Nope. 
you you call them you call them right now <laughs> and you tell them to get to work around whatever the fuck it is they are not allowed to stop doing this have a little powwow whatever it is yeah for, this needs to continue for mid pace to work for me Just it needs pass to pass around pass around a joint grim feels better and crushing um also i need to make a note that i think from now on i'm either going to bring some soap or some Purell with me, because Sam, you were constantly bringing in some filth. <laughs> well, that's that's what I do. And in case anyone, like Phil said, is new to this show, this is what I specialize in. Uh, I don't, I don't like easing people into the stuff. I like to just throw you to the fucking wolves, and if you die, you die. Not my problem. So. Uh, it's kind of like that uh, <laughs> that baptism that they do where they like dunk people in the river only you're dunking them in the acid yeah that... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like dump, like dunking people into like a river near a volcano yeah Jesus. breathe in breathe uh, in the darkness baby if he dies oh, he dies that, what was that shitty Pierce Brosnan movie with the volcano where they were trying to like paddle the metal boat across the lake that was all full of acid God, that oh, sucked, uh, that scene was cool. What? Fuck yeah! No, I remember. This that. sounds terrible. It is. It is fucking awful, I and I haven't seen it. it since I was a kid. But I just remember it being terrible. But anyway, that being said, yeah, this is some filthy shit. And I mean, the name alone should give you, like, before listening to this, the name alone should give you some kind of inclination of like what you're going to be hearing. That was Vermin Womb. Was it Dante's from Peak? Denver, Colorado. And um, they actually they actually have a show listed for August first at your mom's house. Not kidding. So two things. <laughs> Mike just said, was the movie Dante's Peak? Dante's Peak. That was Boom. a Boom. shitty fucking movie. <laughs> oh, um, it was a terrible it was a terrible movie. Don't watch it. <laughs> also, I'll I'll have to admit when I first read the uh, the name, you know, it moved a little bit downstairs. Yeah, oh did you, did the did the table kind of shift a little? A little bit. When you saw that? Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, glad to hear it. I mean, I mean, just all we we gotta we gotta just make sure our boners never collide because you know what happens then. Mm-hmm. I mean, could end up being a Dante's Peak situation. And by that, I don't mean I don't mean it'll be the end of the world. I mean that like maybe Pierce Brosnan will make another terrible movie like that. So, yeah, that was Vermin Womb out of Denver, Colorado, and the song was called Industrialist. Uh, Industrialist. Oh, I fucked that up. Um, the album that's off of is called Decline. Uh, they have another release here called Permanence. Uh, that looks to yeah, that's only six tracks, but um, the uh, the Decline album is actually ten. You, dude, it's you can get it for you can get a digital copy for ten bucks. Uh, I think it do, it looks like they do have uh, CDs and vinyls available, and they have cassettes. Because Frank, I know you love those. For what for? Whatever reason, um, they have they have all the info on where you can get that kind of shit uh, listed on the the actual album page here. You can find this at verminwomb.bandcamp.com. Which, God, just it's it's so depressing, man. Like I was so fucking set. Like, what a way to find a band. Like, oh, yeah. they just broke up. Yeah, it happens to me all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially if you listen to metal or hardcore, like this, this is this is one of those things that, like, I mean, 
you can say it's like, oh, I'll get used to it after a while, but I don't think I ever quite got used to it. it there's always, like, that twinge of sadness, especially if it's really fucking good, too. Yeah, it always sucks. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. hey, if everyone fucking goes to that band camp, if all of our listeners go and buy all, all of their them. albums, right? Uh, that would be, like, a sudden, like, 600 fucking sales. Go do it tonight. Go do it right now. Flood, flood. I love it when the shit I PayPal coffers. And and maybe it'll keep them fucking going. God, I don't know, man. For whatever reason, it pushes them like, oh, well, yeah, we're definitely out now with this extra cash. (laughs) 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 This was a side gig, but fuck it. Well, fuck, man. We can go. (laughs) We can go buy a smart TV. Oh god. Uh, god, what a waste of fucking money. So uh I brought in uh brought in two this week actually. Mm. Uh and yeah, no, no casual singles for me this week. Uh actually shout out to my buddy Steven, who is like kind of the kind of the melodic death metal guru. Like he uh but he showed this to me the other day and when I first saw the band camp and when I first saw the, the kind of art and the aesthetic I for some reason I just I didn't expect much, but man, I love being proven wrong. Tom, why don't you just roll into this one? Chug pattern though. That shit was wild. Mm-hmm. That uh, that that drummer's blasts were uh, on fucking point. Some nice fills. <laughs> yeah, he was um, he was enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's some there was some serious like, it's like it's like I got a drum, I got a drum, I got a drum. Now you can drum. No, I'm drumming. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh. <laughs> actually, goddamn it! I just accidentally closed out my. Band camp blank here. Hold on just a sec. Yeah, that was a band called Graviton from Townsend, Massachusetts. Uh, and that was off of their album uh, Per Erebus Ad Astra. The song in question was called Shattered Repose. Like, yeah, I mean, um, again, just you, you know how much I love great shit in the tags. And 
this has the this has one of the most perfect tags I've ever seen because this is obviously like a more this is obviously like a more technically adept, um, just extreme, ex, just like extreme metal in general kind of style. Like, you know, there's elements of like thrash and death metal, and you know, I love how in the tags they actually have not gent, which I really appreciate <laughs> because, because here's the thing, technically proficient or like progressive metal bands. They, they, I think the problem that a lot of people have been acknowledging is that they tend to do a really great job on the progressive part, but they don't really do much with the metal part. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's all progression and not a whole lot of metal. Yeah, well, uh, Graviton don't do that. That is not a problem that they suffer from. And I would highly suggest that all of you guys go pick this up. It is a measly ten dollars. I mean. Yeah, I know that's a couple of forties, but this'll last you longer. And you know what? Truth. You'll you'll probably feel better too the next day. Yeah, yeah man. I you're gonna just, wake I you're just, gonna wake up and you're gonna wake up and remember I bought the Graviton album last night. I I, I just did a fucking brass monkey last night and had the worst beer shits this morning. So <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, I imagine I probably oh. wouldn't be feeling that way in the morning yeah. after buying this album. So to, there you go. No, to be no, fair, my, uh, no, no, no. But I was gonna say my my first hangover ever was because of a forty of Budweiser. Like I did liquor oh. before that, and I wasn't really feeling it. And Budweiser's not even not even full on like malt no, liquor. No, no. But like, I wasn't feeling it, and the dude at the time was like, "Just chug this." So then I chugged the forty of Budweiser, and that set everything off. There's <laughs> there's a there's a very there's a very uh, unique sort of haze that comes from a forty hangover. That's just you're so right. Gross. It's so Man. gross. <laughs> I don't know what it is like. It it just makes me think of. I think the the best description I like. If anyone asked me to describe them to them, like, what is drinking malt liquor like? I would just quote that American Dad episode. I forget what the con the context of it was, but Stan just like I think he asked Roger. He's like, "Have you ever had malt liquor? It is stronger than beer." And you know, that's. I would tell anyone, I'm like, be careful with that shit. It will no. fucking bite you. Like no. t- take it, take it from a guy. Take it from a guy who has consumed more than his body weight in malt liquor over many years. At goddamn, it's true, man. The, there is there there is a certain type of drunk and a certain type of hangover. I feel that comes from malt liquor, and man, it is brutal. The point of it is to <laughs> not be careful with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for nights when you get reckless and then don't have to be anywhere the next morning. Uh, I really I, dumb thing I, to I do ha- on a Sunday. I have chucked my fair share of like empty Mickey's bottles, like just out into the streets before when I was a young and reckless man with no real thought or anything but myself and my drunken stupor. Not proud of it. Yeah. Well, I just had a guy throwing his empties from lunch break over the fence in the parking lot happen today. <laughs> Did oh. you tell him to, to throw you a full one? No. You should have. <laughs> it's 90 degrees out and <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Not exactly. You'll get so it. drunk real quick. <laughs> yeah, not feeling that. And to be fair, like uh I I actually still I still believe that there is very much a place for like cheap malt liquor to this day. Like I am by no means a snob. So I was drinking oldie or not even no uh Cult forty five and orange juice last night. 
Did it? But, uh, oh, do you remember like a couple months ago when I had my first ever Colt 45? Because I'd never seen it before. I don't recall that now. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so I, I just, all I knew about Colt 45 before that was that old ass advertisement with Billy D. Williams holding the Colt 45 with the hot chick on his shoulder. And like the tagline that says, it works every time. Like, yeah. well, shit. I love well, the- shit if it's got. If it's got Billy D's endorsement, it's got to be good. I love I love the old commercials. I'm not saying you couldn't have a great time without Colt forty five or without uh, yeah without Colt forty five, but why risk it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so what, I like after I after I moved up to Oregon, like uh, the local stop and stab where I go to like buy my cheap liquor on those nights when I'm just like in a shitty mood and I don't have a lot of I got it fucked up now. One night I went in there and they had just stocked uh, one of their racks with a fuckload of Colt 45 and I bought two of those things. Damn. Hey, well, enough of the 40 discussion. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, in case in case you guys are new to the show, this kind of thing happens sometimes. Yeah, maybe we, a little like too our, much. Uh, we like our we like our booze. But yeah, that was uh, that was yeah, again, that was Graviton from Townsend, Massachusetts. You can find them at Graviton Metal. Actually, I should spell that. G-R-A-V-I-T-O-N metal.bandcamp.com. And the album in question, again, was called Per Erebus Ad Astra. It's good stuff. Go check it out. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Next up, we're going to listen to Gadget and... The track is going to be called Dedication. Let's just play that track. Some fucking black and roll right there. Mm-hmm. That was good. Man, <laughs> I thought my I thought my first pick was fucking dirty. Mm-hmm. God, I feel like I'm gonna need some fucking Ajax to scrub that off. <laughs> <laughs> so um, again, that was the track dedication from Gadget off of the Great Destroyer. Um, initially, I had the track Violent Hours because it was featuring 
uh, Barney Greenway of Napalm Death. Oh shit! Um, but it was oh a little, shit! Yeah, it was a little more straightforward. Uh, there wasn't as much nuance. I wanted to kind of put that on display. So I, I feel like I feel like Gadget rolled through the fucking doors on fucking Harley's, <laughs> shot the fucking audio engineer, and just set that shit to dirt. Plugged in their <laughs> motorcycles. <laughs> just like the, there was there was a dedicated slider. There's a dedicated slider on the mixing board just labeled dirt, and they just <laughs> yep. popped it all the way up to the Crank top. Crank that bitch. This is, oh, a re- yeah, this is a relapse release. Oh, shit. Oh, nice. Yeah, right? Sometimes there's those moments when you look at, like, a distortion pedal or something like that, and you go to put it to max, and someone's like, well, you don't have to do that. It's like, but it goes to that, so I'm going to put it to I've, that. I've gone on a tear of following oh, a bunch to, of... To, to be fair, like, cranking, cranking your game like that actually will kind of destroy your tone shut up yeah uh i've been seeking out all those like noise creating pedals mm-hmm. they're so awesome yep <laughs> uh so this was released in march 2016 and they are from sweden makes sense yep of, of course they're from sweden <laughs> <laughs> of course they're from sweden <laughs> Oh, they have a CD available. Cool. All right. For this next one, as I've been told, they uh, have a little bit of fame already. But um, I brought in for my next pick, Worm Rot, off of the uh, album Voices. We're going to listen to a little bit of Oblivious Mess. Push pit's got to be so good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you can tell, I needed it uh, fast and angry this week. It's mm. always a good choice. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know we mentioned that Worm Rot were known, but honestly, I'm what I think I was saying before the pod. I'm actually kind of surprised they haven't been brought in sooner. It happens. I, it, yeah. I mean, you got to consider the number of bands that we've brought in. Yeah, that's true. Uh, like, it, it, and how much is out there? I mean, we've brought in at this point in in as a show, uh, as a whole between YouTube and and doing this yeah. podcast for fucking two years now. 
uh, well over a thousand bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we I was haven't even about to say, made a fucking yeah. dent. Seriously, I was I, I was about to say if we have not if we have not hit the uh, the big one thousand mark by now, uh, we are at least extremely close to it. I'm willing to bet we passed uh, it though. Yeah, we're we're very likely well over that. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are we at? What are we at? 108 episodes now. Something uh, like that. Something like that. We tend to bring in 106. 106, and we tend to bring in between six and ten bands every fucking week. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's usually like six minimum. <laughs> Who's texting you? Fucking friends and whatnot about shit that's not important right now. Are you sure? <laughs> nah. It's okay. the 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 audience loves your ringtone. It's I'm sure they do. That's because I don't change anything on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to. Ah, oh, god. Where okay. we're at's pretty fucking tight. Um. It's it's a little more like uh, I don't want to say there's less nuance than the previous than gadget because there's not, but I think the overall way it's um, presented to you is a little bit rawer it, still. It's definitely more grind. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Fucking and that's uh, that's not a bad thing. No, by any fucking no. Means. You know what I I will <clears throat> always love about like grind like that is it's firing in all cylinders the whole time. So you have like. Really good pits, but it's going to be, like, under two minutes. So, like, you have a little time in between songs to catch your breath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, I I generally don't think of my of my shows as workout experiences, but you're right. It's, it's sprints, not long distance. It's high-intensity interval training. Right, have you right. ever been to a band who likes to do, like, eight-minute tracks, and you're like, there's a certain point where you're like, Oh fuck! I feel like I'm gonna oh, die. Five <laughs> minutes in, the pit has just stopped. You no. get like those two guys who are just still out there, and they're always they're always two really fat dudes just swinging their fucking arms around lazily, like they can still pit because they just don't want to stop. I've been I've been in pits where like everyone's still amped up, and you're just kind of like, I think this is it. I think this is where I die. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Exodus for me. That was uh, that was pretty fucking wild, but uh, word. Mm-hmm. So um, back at gadget, that would be at gadgetband.bandcamp.com, and now for Wormrot, that is Wormrot.bandcamp.com, and they are from Singapore, and this also was released 2016. No shit, Singapore. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't realize we've, we've uh, a Wormrot. Yeah. yeah. We've uh, I think we've brought in a few bands from Singapore actually yeah. at this point. Yeah, and, and it's getting harder and harder to tell that these are. Uh, just I don't want to say the, foreign because I don't know that that's the, even the right descriptor, but like. Uh, for us, technically, yes. Okay, then sure. But you know, um, yeah, I mean, I, wow, I was completely unaware. Yeah. Um, and I'm not unfamiliar with them. That's funny. Word, I got one more, and uh, it's going to follow in the same style. Let's just get into the track.
Give me that dirty bass tone. It, Give it all. Yeah. It's <laughs> the it's the little things that take a band from being like, oh, this is really fucking cool. To, Holy shit, this is fucking great. And sometimes it can be the smallest part of the song. That little fucking three seconds that, of that, that fucking bass and the way mm-hmm. it kicks back mm-hmm. in. Just fucking like, I was already fucking amped on it. And then that hit and I was like, oh shit. That is exactly how I, I dig through my grind. Is It's like a lot of grind is... Like this This is where the pit gets fucking nasty. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is like... It, <laughs> the style is already so chaotic. It's like there's little nuances that do it for me. And that's yeah. that's how these guys made the cut. Like, I, and Sam's absolutely right. It's weird. It's like this fucking chemical reaction in your brain the where you, you fucking... You hear that shit, and you can be exhausted in the pit. The next thing you know, you're ripping people's faces off. Like, well, I mean, uh, I mean, it's it's not exactly a secret that something about extreme music in general, kind of just it it calls to that that animalistic nature in all of us. Like, especially the people who like really understand and really appreciate and love this music. It just it it's I I guess it kind of tells us like it's okay to just lose your fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm so excited for you to come to this is hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, you're, it's like, you know, I know we're talking about doing MDF next year as a, as a group, yeah, and that's I, gonna be dope too. Fucking, I fucking hope we can. But um, oh, I see no reason we can't make that happen. Oh man, uh, but, that's close shit. Yeah. Us. But uh, with, with this is hardcore, and I apologize for going off on a tangent, but you are it, you you feel the passion. Oh, for the scene there more than anything else I've ever experienced yep. and it's just four days of being surrounded y- yeah by- like when you first brought me you said all those things like oh like all the same stuff that people more or less said to me at MAGFest but the difference to me was it's like this isn't a con this is a concert and I've done this before but I went and all the energy and the bands the activity the way that they hook you up outside <laughs> that there's really nothing there's no reason to go home ever <laughs> yeah i, I, I still... it's if, the, if there's one thing uh sorry frank but uh, if there's one thing i want to emphasize to everybody it's that it's that me going to this is hardcore this year this is honestly a trial by fire for me because i've never been to a hardcore show before like i am i'm like only in like in the last year or two have i actually been kind of getting inducted into hardcore and it's like I'm, I've, I've even gotten to the point where i'm starting to develop like certain tastes like there are certain like now i'm getting to the point where there are certain things i look for in mm-hmm. hardcore and now i'm it's like it's like i'm being said the tables are being turned and i am being thrown to the wolves i and... feel like there are probably more fucking metalheads at this is hardcore every year than there are at any fucking metal show that you'll go to i still love um last year when i went uh when i went on friday i you know i i went by myself yeah i remember uh young in the way when they were on and they went into their cover of breaking the law and me and this dude that was next to me like we had we did not know each other and that happened, and for whatever reason, we both just looked at each other with the biggest smiles on our faces, and we're like, "Yeah!" 
bad. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, it's funny, uh, and I don't know. I don't know if it has to do with um, the with the people who run the fest. You know, Joe and Chris and all of those guys, but they're they're all fucking huge metalheads as well. And it seems like the Philly scene, like the Philly hardcore scene all really fucking loves metal and we see it every year at we, this is hardcore it's finally gotten to the point i think where like we all get along together and it's great yeah at least we... in the philly scene i can't right. speak for the rest of the world but anyway yeah, off me, of that let tangent. me slide back and uh name the band so this was oh, suffer <laughs> with a v suffer sorry, with suffer. a v yeah yeah sorry suffer um yeah, and uh you know we've had a lot of bands on with v's in it and i had to like quadruple check the trailer to make sure we didn't bring them in already all right and we we didn't so dude's pretty cold right <laughs> man, man, dude's pretty cold right we should get that we should get that chick on the show i, I want to I, w- I want to have her on as like a guest me too all right fucking is, great hey right, yeah, listen uh, i might get on <laughs> yeah please uh if 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 cult mountain dew girl is ever listening to this we want you on this show Please get a hold of us. Two days later, we just get slapped with a restraining order. It's like, <laughs> he asked a question. I was going to say, I'm we not going to be want, the 31-year-old to start messaging a 16-year-old. <laughs> 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 All right. Real quick, let me wrap this. Um, suffer off of Empathist. Uh, I'm not even going to make a crack at the uh, the title. It's in German. Oh. This was released in 2015 just say it really angrily it'll probably sound right we doc and leave it i believe it's irgendwie doch anders that's, that's yep that's exactly that all right <laughs> see it, this is why i you, said it it counts this is why you need to start coming to fucking wagner fest every year because it's it's actually yeah because I, better. I have like i have like a, a rudimentary grasp on german pronunciation i love it Ooh. oh uh that brings us to me, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. So we were uh, we were just talking about hardcore, weren't we? Yes, yes, we were. We were. I th- so, uh, I think so. Tom, why don't you just roll that track?
you know? Ugh. So, not only did I bring in hardcore, but some fucking sludgy hardcore. Uh, So I was going to say, starting out, uh, right off the bat, I, I something very specific came to mind, and as it was going through, I was like, "I I I feel like I want to call this Pantera core," and then that fucking groove kicked in, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it is." <laughs> um, I like I, I don't know, man. I I got a pretty distinct um, I got a pretty distinct like almost Sabbath esque vibe in that little breakdown. Oh yeah, absolutely. But you know, it, it's one of those like the 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 hardcore of it uh, felt very fucking um very fucking mid 90s pantera to me and then you know that's it's like yes the 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 um the groove there may have been very sabbath-esque but it's still something that you would hear like you would hear like fucking pantera kick into like grooves like that Mm -hmm. it's 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 something that it's like a forgotten riff that easily could have been on like far beyond driven yeah oh fuck yeah Mm -hmm. fuck yes you know you know Speaking of, which, speaking of which, I think after this is done, I'm just going to listen to, like, Shedding Skin and Hardline Sunken Cheeks, which are, like, the two most underrated tracks on Far Beyond Driven. I, well, we, we'll be doing plenty of discussion of that in a little bit, but... Let, let me oh, just say, funny. I am super proud of you. Oh, man. Foresh- when I, foreshadowing. Like, seriously, I'm happy to see you bringing a hardcore band. Because uh, that's fucking devious. <laughs> Goddamn, so... That was the track, uh, Waking Cancer. I also seem to remember you not being a huge fan of that vocal style. That one I'm fine with. Oh, okay. Um, no, that, there's a... Maybe it was something else. It is. Okay. Um, but this is, this is a Jersey band. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, named uh, Phantom Pain. They apparently uh, started in 2016. Come to think of it, I feel like I've seen their their shit on flyers pretty recently. I'm going to be looking so hard to see them uh, around the area. Let me and Phil know, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because we need to see this. Yeah. Once again, you you got that that nasty energy of hardcore with the fucking groove of sludge. Sign me the fuck up. One more bit on that vocal style. I, um, I spent... I had a lot of downtime today. We got uh, like a bit of a lull, and uh, I spent my time watching uh, Jesus Peace set intros. <laughs> Once he told the crowd to fuck the fake ass motherfuckers, I would move on to a new one and watch yeah. it again. <laughs> Jesus Peace, you fake motherfuckers. I'm pretty uh, sure I've mentioned it on the show. I still don't understand that uh, when I saw like them and Knocked Loose and all that. And at one point, the bassist <sighs> screams. South Philly, show me what the fuck you've got. Yeah. And nice. the place is going nuts. And at one point, the, the vocalist is like, Mosh, do your thing, but also, you know, be respectful. It's like, mm-mm. mm-mm. What? You, you just said, you know what you just said. He's called out South Philly's There's, pride. <laughs> you, you know exactly what's going to happen. Sam, I got to send you a link. There's a phenomenal documentary that was done on Pennsylvania Hardcore. And there nice. was... Uh, there, I can't remember the band that played, but there was this really small venue, and at one point they said, tear this fucking place down, and motherfuckers, like, punched through the drop tile ceiling and <laughs> yanked fucking, uh, fucking pipes down. What? And they went back when they were filming the fucking documentary, and the place had never been repaired, so the fucking <laughs> pipes were still sticking out of the ceiling and shit. God, I love Philly. <laughs> <laughs> that 
That was somewhere out. That oh, was yes. somewhere like well, out in PA. I mean, I mean, asking ye shall receive, I guess. Oh, just wait until this is hardcore when someone says, Philly, show the world what the fuck you've got. Um, back to uh, back to Phantom Pain. Holy shit. This is just... So it's this was released in 2017, and it's just four tasty and angry tracks. Mm. <laughs> and with a... Uh, it's also, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Name Your Own Price. Dope. Throw them money. Yep. They deserve it. It, it, it is. It is. It is name your price. Actually, weirdly, since I've since I purchased the album, I've also then seen like five other people have, I guess that are following me or something. I'm like, yes, that's go. Awesome. <laughs> that's my, one awesome. of my one of my favorite things. Whenever bands get brought in, or when I find a band, my what probably my favorite thing to ever see is like when I see one of you guys and like the people who support this band. That's section. how I found Frank's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe I, I believe I found I believe I found Mike's and uh, yours, Phil. You found mine. Complete, yeah. com- I believe I did at one point. I can't remember if it, I believe it did. It, I believe it was. I'm curious but, because yeah. there's nothing indicating that it's me. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, I, I might have been completely wrong. Though. You may have though. <laughs> you may have. You, you found this if other Phil. If it's a fucking, if it's a, uh, if it's a fucking username that sounds like it has anything to do with Shailud, it was probably me. It might have been. Uh, <laughs> God, now, see now, see now, I'm doubting myself now. I can't quite remember. You may have. You may have. So, uh, so before I forget to uh, to find this, you go to phantompainnj.bandcamp.com. Nice. Did I forget NJ the just... link? Uh, suffer. Anyway, that would be suffer.bandcamp.com with a V. There you go. Just right to on. make sure. You know, it's funny. Only metalheads would get it when you say suffer with a V. <laughs> Everyone yeah, else would be right. like, does that replace the F? What is? What do you mean, suffer with a V? What's like... black metal? <laughs> Pay attention or you die. All <laughs> right. About that. Um, God damn it. <laughs> so I guess that brings us to me. Uh... This one isn't exactly new, and it's a band that I believe I've talked about at some point on the yep. show. Um, probably talked about them after my my first This Is Hardcore experience, um, while while being on the show, I should say. Um, but either way, they uh, they split a few years back, and I was super fucking amped to see them. Uh, I, I think they're playing Friday at This Is Hardcore. They were the, the special announcement that fucking nobody knew about until they finally mentioned it. Um, and I'm, I'm fucking amped because in 2014 when I went to This Is Hardcore and I didn't know half the bands because I was just getting back into everything and I just fucking bought tickets on a whim because um, I was like a suicidally depressed asshole. And I was like, well, fuck it. Let me spend my money on something. Um, riding out won me over so fucking heavy uh and that's who we'll be listening to since i just fucking spoiled it tom why don't you go ahead and roll this i don't give a fuck about anything they fucking say they had some concern when they only know my fucking name they analyze my shit like it means something to them but they don't know what So they're very fucking 
so when someone says like is talking about hardcore like the initial sound is that's what comes that's what comes to mind that's fair um that was you know when i you, you know when i said earlier sorry uh when i said that i was finally developing like kind of a sense of what i look for that's what i look for yeah um so that was the track no clue off of the wrong way by rotting out and it was not super fucking obvious by the heavy heavy heavy-handed suicidal tendencies influence they're based out of california (laughs) (laughs) um fucking just one of my favorite fucking hardcore bands in recent years and i'm so fucking amped that they're playing i'm hoping it means that there's new material coming because um a few years ago they dropped a four song ep and then the band called it quits Uh, i'm I'm glad i'm getting the chance to see them oh dude it's it's (laughs) I'll tell you what the biggest shame is is that you didn't get to see their vocalist Walter doing Calling Hours with Bane because he's one of the featured vocalists on that fucking track um, and it was just fucking incredible. It was Bane's last This Is Hardcore. Uh, uh, fuck, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, Rotting Out. Uh, check him out at, uh, let me see, what is that? rottingout.bandcamp.com and nice I, and easy I remember correctly it's vain incendiary rotting out something like that uh, Jesus yeah. like the power hour like right, pre- prepare your butts the, the lineups <laughs> every year at this hard, the, this is hardcore is so fucking reckless they're, they're just trying to kill people <laughs> um, but fuck man um, yeah amped to see them back god damn but that leads us to a segment that we need to get to before uh, Frank finishes off his glass here. Yeah, I tend... I don't know. If there's beer in front of me, I'm going to drink it. Yeah, I just like to make sure there's enough that I can drink some of it while listening to the song so I can really get the feel. I got you. It, it, it helps as well with talking about it afterwards because I can, I can pinpoint that moment. Yeah. Yes, Once again, if some left. I got a little bit. Yeah, I've, I, this is pretty good for me. Water down with the liniment. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, this week's Brutal Bruise is, uh, th- there's a little bit of sadness to it. But yeah. before we get to that, Tom, roll that beautiful track.
I wish I could we could have just played that whole track especially once three minutes and 51 seconds kicks in right after that solo and that nasty fucking breakdown I wouldn't have said shit if you did oh god damn it but <sighs> I hope no one needs to tell them what that was but in case just in case that was the song domination off of Pantera's 1990 album Cowboys from Hell. 1990, they were coming with that shit. Yeah. I was yeah. two years old when that album came out. Fuck. Uh, now, we are bringing in this, this glorious album for a very sad reason. Yeah. And that is those great pummeling drums that you've heard were by... Vinnie Paul, who sadly uh, earlier this week passed away at the very young age of 54. That sucks, dude. Um, uh, hugely, hugely influential band in my life. Um, mm-hmm. One of the one of the things that, in, in its own weird way, is what got me more into, um, I guess you could say, new school hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to the more like heavily punk influenced shit that I grew up on, um, that was the it was Pantera that really made me realize like that's it's weird. I was on two ends of the spectrum where I loved hardcore and I loved metal, but I really wasn't like I was I was so so on the in between. And then it was listening to Pantera the one day, you know, after getting more heavily into hardcore, that I was like, holy shit. Pantera wrote hardcore songs and uh, everything kind of clicked for me at that moment and um, you know ever since it's it's just been you know I I, I, it's tough to go more than like a month without going through their discography. I feel like Pantera is the is the band that helps uh, like like metalheads who really aren't into hardcore like that's the band that you kind of show like the song the similarities for yeah and kind of gets them to cross over um and yet and yet somehow doing it with like judas priest howls thrown in like especially in the case of cowboys from hell Mm. this because man there there are some vocal there are some vocal performances on this album that would make rob halford proud and i'm sure they probably did this this album is also just banger after banger yeah it you know honestly the one song on this album that I am just amazed does not come up in every single conversation first, like about this album is the song Shattered. Because yeah. like the like I don't I have no idea why that song was not a single. It is like I will say it is indisputably the best hidden gem on Cowboys from Hell. 
Like it's such a fucking banger. Like I, I can only like, especially when it comes to to Vinnie Paul, the stamina it must have taken to keep up with the double kick runs on that song and also on Primal Concrete Sledge it seems almost inhuman. Like, I have no fucking clue how Vinny managed to pull that shit off. It is amazing what that guy could do. You know, it's funny because um, in discussions of technicality, I never hear anyone bring up Pantera, uh, which is shocking, and I think most of those well, people have probably only heard Walk. Uh, <laughs> well, I, th- I, th- I think part of it is, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a little bit of a mild call out here. Uh, I think, um, I think it's become kind of like a, a cool kid, trendy thing to do to hate this band, because let's face it, they did get really huge. They got really, really popular. And to be fair, some of their fan base is really annoying. Oh God! Uh, yeah. But I mean, I mean, you could say that about Tool. I mean, mm, I could does. say that about but, damn near any band, like yeah, any band um, with any but, degree of popularity. That's like um, Pantera are one of those bands who, like, as soon as you admit that you enjoy them, like, there is a certain group of people who are automatically going to assume that you are just like a fucking luddite, a fucking luddite piece of shit, like dumb as shit, fucking redneck or something. That's that's the stereotype, right? Uh, yeah. Um, but I mean, one one listen one listen to albums like Cowboys from Hell. And if you like, I don't, I don't care what a fucking prog snob you are. I mean, you are a piece of shit, but I will say this. <laughs> if like you, like if you can't listen to songs like shattered or, or primal concrete sledge. And if, if you honestly try to tell me that the drum work on that is not, well, first of all, like incredibly technically adept, but also expertly performed, I would call you deaf. Um, yeah. I was actually going to say, so one of my friends who's a, a drummer um, in like a, a tech metal band, um, he's, we were even discussing this and he even said like, Vinnie Paul's abilities aren't like, his drumming ability, it's not slamming you in the face. It's, it's very discreet. He's like, but his fucking timing is perfect. He's like, oh, dude. he creates such drive. That's... Um, that's one of those things where, like, you know, you hear it said quite often. A lot of a lot of bands, uh, their drummers um, don't show off as much, and that's because they're good drummers. They're, right. Like you're 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 ninety percent of the time you are the timekeeper, and you you can you can add certain flair to to things to to make it sound better, but you know it's. Um, it's one of those situations where, like, a lot. I feel like a lot of drummers get overlooked because they're too good at their job. Yeah, like, well, the and fucking. I mean, on the on, on the occasion that you also that you also find a really great bass player, like, it's easy to forget. It's easy to forget how foundational and just like vitally important um, drums and bass guitar really are. Yeah, like, they're like I said, they're foundational. Like the rest of the band is built on top of that. I was gonna, like, what Vinnie Paul brought to that was there was always a certain drive and attack of the songs that, yeah. like, that's what pushes it. That's the aggression. Like, it, it wouldn't have existed without him. You know what? And even to go on to it, like, a slightly different view of the same thing is, is like, um, 
timing is is awesome. <laughs> timing is everything. Um, but it's also, you know, I don't know how to put it, but he could have been the same metronome, but have chose different patterns. And right. The drive that you're you're hitting on is also partially the fact that he can write complementary to the band. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but we should, uh, not that we can't continue the discussion, but for, for reasons, uh, Frank, wh- what did you pair with this? Oh, what I pair, well, Pantera is a very highly acclaimed band, and with good reason. This album is also very highly acclaimed, as I said, banger after banger. So we need a highly acclaimed beer to go with this. And to go with that, we've got Founders, highly acclaimed, KBS, stout. Mm. <laughs> Soaked in whiskey, as it should be. Yes, it is. I, I, it is I, believe, f- I, I believe I made that suggestion. You did. In the chat you did. The show. Like, um, you gotta, br- you got to bring in something whiskey-aged. Because Pantera was known for their, uh, their drinking of whiskey. I mean, their fucking, their live album that I played uh, on repeat when I was younger <laughs> was called 101 proof. This is a uh, <laughs> this is a stout brewed with chocolate and coffee and then aged in oak bourbon barrels. This is nice. a this is no light endeavor. This this comes in a uh, a big old uh, big old bottle <laughs> like a wine bottle. Yeah, uh, sporting a 12.3%. And you know the the beauty of it is uh well it's got the the obvious aggression of the 12%. Um it's it's very stylistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, this stands out, and you know, like anyone who who knows us knows. That, I mean, probably above most styles, we're fans of stouts. Yes. Um, and and a lot of that comes has to do with the nuances that you get from the different flavorings. It's it's also funny we brought up the fact that like when you say you like Pantera, and some people are like oh. It's even even in beer talk when you say yeah. you like Founders KBS, like some people are like, oh, <laughs> and it's like, motherfucker, it's a great beer. Look, you look, you you stupid fucking shit. It, it, it's it's as renowned as it is for a good fucking reason. It earned its fucking yeah, its title. It deserves to be considered one of the best because it is one of the fucking best. Uh, with that said, and while you've still got a little left, I would like to raise a fucking glass to Mr. Vinnie Paul. If I had a glass of beer, I would do the same. Sadly, I don't. That's okay. Uh, it's, uh, our recording is very hectic with everyone trying to get here and do this on <laughs> yep. time, so that shit happens. Um, oh shit, I just remembered I had a can of old drab left in the fridge. Fuck. Ah, what are you going to do? Either way. Um, Drinking after the show. <laughs> what else? Phenomenal <laughs> fucking pairing. Um, Listen, I, the the only downside um, to this pairing is the, the price point. And that's a, a bottle of this usually goes for around 20 bucks. Yeah. But that's because it stores know people are going to pay it. Like, cause it's, it's a fucking good beer. I mean, like, look, I mean, it's worth it. You also, and it's well, one well, of the things that was pointed out to me a while ago when craft beers really started blowing up. But the fact that a world-class beer is going to cost you 20 bucks 
compared to let's say scotch. a scotch or a wine or you know there, there are plenty of other things but beer you can drink some of the the best fucking brews in existence for 20 fucking dollars no it fucking pisses I mean, 750 so. uh pisses me off like no end um so there's a company called Treehouse Beer Brewing. You can only get their beer like at the brewery. Um, they came up with this uh, this IPA called Julius, and I've seen pictures of it, and it looks goddamn gorgeous, and I've always wanted to try it. So I looked at like, you know, what cans go for it now. Well, after a while of it being hyped up and whatnot, people apparently sell cans for over a hundred dollars a piece. Oh fuck what? off. Yeah. What the fuck? And just because they won't fucking distribute it, pretty much. Oh. Uh, fuck off. You're a real cunt kind of, if that's something you're fucking kind of, doing. There's a thing called, what uh... What kind of fucking uh, bullshit is uh, that? People get what are called beer mules, and when someone releases something, they'll send... Because there's usually limits, mm -hmm. so they'll send friends to pick up bottles, and then in high quantities, that way they have control over it, and they can... Yeah. Sell uh, for insane money. Um, fuck those people and don't buy beers from them. Yeah. yeah. Just don't fucking do it. Let them sit on their fucking overpriced stash for the rest of their lives. Just wait until you can get to the brewery and get it yourself. Fuck it. Yep. I plan on making a trip up there at one point. Just Where so are they located? I think in, like, fucking up up north. Like, uh... Like the Great White? Like, like Maine. Oh, like, that. like yo, I got a friend up there. I'll fucking hit him up. We'll take a trip up. Yeah, it's it's Maine or like Vermont, or one of those very northern Dude, states. It ain't that bad. We can get plane tickets. You're there in like fucking like an hour and a half. I want to try this IP. Like I've never seen an IPA and been like I fucking want that. Just Dude, from a picture, like we're gonna find out when they're brewing it. Or, or what their schedule is, and we will plan it out, and we will take a fucking weekend trip up there. Because mm. that's all you need. We, we could leave late on a Friday and come back, like, midday Sunday. You you, you know, you, you just need the weekend off. You're making my penis move a little bit. Oh, uh, we'll do it. I'm <laughs> fucking down. Um, um, with that um, being said, so if you don't already have Pantera's Cowboys from Hell, get throw that on. Pick up a bottle of Founders KBS and have yourself a good time. Yeah. Um, rest in peace, Vinny. Serious. Uh, it's just unbelievably important. Uh, and anyone who thinks less because maybe you got – maybe you're one of those people who had the fucking older brother who introduced you to the, to the real heavy shit early on. Um, but Pantera is massively important, and that, that can't – even with Anselmo and all of his bullshit – and, and the fact that he's a guy. raging fucking probably white supremacist douchebag. Don't take that out on the rest of the band. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, yeah. Because what they did was incredibly influential. From what I understand, it was one of those scenarios where pretty much the other band would, if he did something like that while they were playing, he was kind of just like, ah, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, and fuck him. He... he he bitched out like a little girl when Stickman from Fury of Five called him out because he knew he'd get his ass beat. So, and somehow we know you're not a tough guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like on a personal note, this, the whole news about Vinny passing away hit me pretty fucking hard because 
I mean, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show before, but like I, I started playing guitar because of his band. Like I remember hearing, I remember hearing like Cowboys from Hell and Vulgar Display of Power when I was like a freshman in high school, and thinking like, "Holy shit!" I will. Like, I I want to be able to do this. I will forever say my favorite like pinch harmonic in history is in Cowboys from Hell. Is during that one riff with the dan da dan da dan wow like like. God, that's so fucking good. I mean, my what, like one of my all-time favorite fucking songs, probably a top fucking, at least top twenty, if not top ten in in metal period, is Five Minutes Alone. Yes, that is. You know, I, I always have, I have to say that's like that's like the song, one of the songs on that album I listen to often. That's like, that is the, the only the only one I listen to less is probably I'm Broken, which I'll be honest is like one of my least favorite songs on, um, this, on that album. Five Minutes Alone is one of my favorite breakdowns. It, it, it has Pantera had this ability to capture breathing rage in a way that very few bands have managed to do. And uh, and that song exemplified it for me. We also have and to. We, and we know there's going to be some nerd out there who's like, well, you haven't heard my favorite obscure black metal band. We did a better job. We don't, we don't care. My let me just like, let me just nip that in the bud by saying we don't care. Like that, that, that fucking, that fucking nerd probably didn't deal with a, with a legit anger issue. So fuck off. Um, <laughs> why we haven't said this also, um, I'm pretty sure we can nominate Vinnie Paul for coolest sideburns ever. Fucking oh, definitely. A. Yeah, right. Definitely. Like, the fucking, the lines that... Yo, fucking dope. Vinny yeah. and Dimebag in general are the only dudes who could pull off the looks that they did. Stylish motherfuckers. Because <laughs> I couldn't do that. I couldn't do any of what they did and look cool. I'd just dude, look like yeah, a douchebag. If, if, yeah, you, you have any idea how fucking ridiculous I'd look if I dyed my fucking goatee red? People would make fun of me all day long and I would deserve it. Or if we etched lines into our sideburns people are like what the fuck are you doing but you look at you look at Vinny or Dimebag and it's just like there's some cool motherfuckers yeah while rocking cowboy hats yeah. like fuck I wish I could do that it's yeah I mean I know it was on Selma putting the lyrics out but the, the real cowboys from hell were fucking Vinny and Dimebag god damn oh yeah Ah, uh, all right. We'll stop fucking. We'll stop on that one because I think that was like a a twenty minute brutal bruise, um, <laughs> but deservedly so. Yes. But it's uh, um, fuck man. It, it, it killed me when it happened to Dimebag and now Vinny. Um, I I still remember the the Dimebag incident happening, and one of my like metalhead friends was in like a history class with me, and he's like, dude. Like, did you hear? I was like, no. And he told me, and in history class, we were trying to find out more information. There was computers in the back of class. And we asked, like, he's like, yo, can we, like, go in the computer? And cool as hell, he was like, yeah, yeah, go for it. He's like, counted as current events. Like, we're like, fuck yes. And we were able to actually take time to find out what was happening i got the news at about five in the morning because that's when i used to get up before high school so that i could fucking hop online and fuck around because i was a nerd and i got the instant message from my girlfriend at the time who was like uh don't lose your shit but and sent me a link um i 
And it's all, still, I, I remember, remember that clear as fucking day. I remember I, all I re- the metal. I remember. I was saying, I remember all the metalheads, like, when we were all talking, like, so we're wearing Pantera shirts tomorrow. Like, yeah, it was, it was a cool feeling, like, in that sense. No shit. Um, I remember this very clearly because it happened, I believe, uh, the day before my 14th birthday. But, like, yeah, December 8th, 2004. I believe I turned four. I believe I turned 14 that day. Um... I found out on my birthday while I was in a computers class, uh, a buddy of mine who was also really into metal, like, I mean, I'd been starting to get into it at the time, told me, he's like, dude, like, fucking Dimebag Daryl died. I'm like, what? Like, how the, how the fuck did he, like, how, how would that happen? He's like, dude, some crazy fucking guy, like, ran on stage during a, one of Damage Plan's shows and just, like, shot him. And I was like, what? I, like, for a minute, like, I couldn't even believe it was real. And yeah, what a shitty birthday gift. Mm-hmm. Well, we had ourselves a, a little discussion. Yeah. Yeah, um, <sighs> yeah. Well, fuck, man. Um, all of my, all you know, everything I loved about Pantera is gone now. Um, so yeah. yeah. Fuck. I man. mean, we we. I mean, we still have Rex at least. I mean, that sure. was that <laughs> was some fucking delicious bass tone. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's no, Spectre. Let's mm. let's 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 not end this by let's not end this by forgetting about Rex. Like we yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That, that's fair. No, Rex. Rex is fucking awesome. I mean, uh, he's at least been smart enough to like distance himself from Phil's bullshit because he's like, uh, this guy is a fucking time bomb. So yeah. <laughs> true. Right. True. True. We, Sorry to forget about you there, bud. You just you haven't died uh, yet. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, with that being, we still, we've got some stuff to talk about. Yeah, you yeah look, we do. You look disgust, Mike. I just got, I just got juice in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, you always get juice in your uh, mouth, don't you? I yeah. got some juice for your mouth. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The first one's just going to be a quick announcement. Uh, I believe this was last week or the week before. We brought in Sulaco. Mm-hmm. They have a new album. And we okay. were like, what the fuck if they have a new app? And they do. And we found out because they told us. Good shit. Straight from the source. So that'll be August. I love we that. We will give <laughs> what? <laughs> just, just having discussions with these bands. Yeah, still. I can't really describe it. It's really cool. Yeah. Thanks for talking back. Yeah, all of you guys who have responded, believe me, it's it's unbelievably appreciated. It's dope because we're just fucking, we're just four fucking metal nerds. So you guys are doing yeah. the real work. All right, here's the real question, guys. Has anybody else listened to the new Vane album? My plan was to do it tonight. To li- plan uh, to listen to what? Sorry, Mike, uh, you cut off like ninety percent of what he's saying does for me. Uh, Mike is talking about Vane has released a oh. full length called Error Zone, and uh, Mike has has been. Oh, going on. Yeah, I dropped that quote in there and nobody said anything to me. Yeah, I apologize. (laughs) I think that was last night when I was chugging a fucking brass monkey. But uh, we're going to listen to a track and um, it's you'll you'll know when.
Just so you know, that was about to keep fucking rolling. Oh, there, there was a, I don't know if so there was a certain moment where I had to grab the chair because otherwise I was going to start punching you boys. This is about the point in this album where I have to stop listening to it at work. Because you're going to hurt co-workers. I'm itching for a fist fight. Because like. you're going to throw your neck out again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. Like, uh, it was Code Orange, wasn't it? Possibly. That you fucking, it was. It was yeah. I, I haven't been this jazz. Well, okay. Let me be completely fair. The new sectioned album, Annihilation, and this have me as fucking pumped as Code Orange is forever. Almost absolutely going to be on the top ten. Fucking so. A. <laughs> I still want to fucking break something right now. God damn it. So that was called Doom Tech. Ugh. Like, I don't... I, it takes me a long time to get around to like reading and really knowing the lyrics, and I'm reading them now, and they're great. Whew, we're gonna. I have a feeling we're gonna see those windbreakers again. That fucking this is oh hardcore. Oh, oh dude, my. when the pit fills with the vein windbreakers, you get the fuck out. Like I said, like <laughs> I remember, like that was like, <laughs> it was one of the bands. I was like, hey, I'm gonna hop into the uh, the vein pit, and then I saw the windbreakers, and I was like. Mm. I feel like I should sit this one out. <laughs> I, God. I, I can't even imagine like if it is actually vain incendiary rotting out. It's just uh, this, this, you know, every year, every year, this is hardcore. I'm like, I don't understand how they're going to top this. And then every year they manage to fucking do it. I feel like with God damn it. It is. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I feel like with that lineup, what they need to set up. So, you know, you have the merchants, you have the food vendors, you have you have a barber there. Yeah. I <laughs> feel like there needs to be like a, a little person there for stopping nosebleeds. There's, God. Yeah. Oh, there are medics there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this whole fucking day starts off with with fucking world demise and please die <laughs> we've also got fucking true love and regulate that oh, day true love um holy shit and that's the day that ends with 10 yard fight <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> emphasis uh, on end <laughs> holy shit that's what is that friday friday oh <laughs> my god um that's how we start and shit on well Thursday starting shit off, but yeah, they, 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 Fridays is the real fucking start to the fest. Um, yeah, we got one more bit. Yeah, uh, speaking of uh, this is hardcore, a band that has missed only one, even though they were still there. Uh, a band that we talk about quite often. Ah, uh, one of my absolute fucking favorites. Uh, Wisdom and Chains has released another single off of their upcoming album that will be available. I believe the day that they played this is hardcore. Oh, I hope they have tapes. I fucking hope. Oh, they they'll definitely. Them. They <sighs> definitely will. Um, Come on, Frank. You know they're gonna have tapes, but I know. I'm sure they will. Oh, they'll. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm specifically waiting to buy a vinyl until the fucking until the show because they're gonna have exclusives. Mm -hmm. Um. So that's that's when I'm purchasing mine. I can't tell you how many times I've listened to the God Rhythm. Yeah. On oh. Ever since I picked it up last year at uh, this is hardcore. Oh, it was a killer fucking album, and it's it's awesome that this late into the game they're still putting out really fucking awesome shit. Um, 
Tom, why don't we go ahead and roll this guy? Chains upcoming album, Nothing in Nature Respects Weakness. God damn it. <laughs> Dude, I, I gotta say, as as a professed tone junkie, the guitar tones on that fucking killed me. Dude, like, you should oh, see shit. uh you should see the video that uh that their guitarist Richie put up about his whole fucking his whole rig and all the shit that he uses to get the tone that he does. Um, he's a he's a huge fucking uh, guitar tech nerd. Uh, Gotta love it. Which God, is funny about for hours, yeah. Because he's your super stereotypical fucking Pennsylvania Italian dude. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, now they 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 fucking I, they just keep fucking bringing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can't I can't fucking wait. I haven't just because of all the weird shit that's happened in my life throughout this year and all of the shows that I've missed. Um, I haven't seen Wisdom since this is hardcore last year, so I'm fucking I'm super fucking amped. I'm uh, probably just gonna enter when that set ends. I'm probably just gonna die. Um, <laughs> Rip Phil. <laughs> so nah, well I'll give you mouth to mouth. You'll be okay. <laughs> but I, let, let me let me just ask you: If you die, can I keep your stuff? <laughs> it's a lot of stuff, Sam. You <laughs> also don't listen to vinyls. What are you? What are you gonna I do can, with all that? I can find him a home. No, I'm, I'm gonna I'm rehome off, your vinyls like lost you. kittens. <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna he's gonna dump them off at the Goodwill like other people. <laughs> They're all gonna oh, end up oh. in the hope chest just so we can oh, buy more CDs. Not gonna take him to fucking not gonna take him to fucking Goodwill. Ooh. I can make money off those. Oh <laughs> uh, all the all the weird fucking radio station exclusive soul albums I have. Um, <laughs> now, um, fucking wisdom fucking rules I, I i think i've said enough at this point enough times throughout the fucking podcast that you know how the fuck i feel about them and um so far everything we've heard from this album doesn't fucking disappoint um so if you can 
I mean, obviously buy the fucking album. There are pre-orders up and all the packages and all that shit. Um, and if you can get your ass out to Philly for this is hardcore, um, I I highly fucking recommend it. Because you know, I mean, a wisdom set's always fucking dope. But wisdom at this is hardcore is something fucking special. Mm-hmm. Um, can I can I, I mean, uh, can I bring up something that um. Oh, wait, no, uh, are you not finished yet? Oh, no, you're good. Go ahead. So, I didn't I didn't write this on the Trello because I completely forgot to... I completely forgot until, like, five minutes ago. But, uh... So, about a week ago, I was completely and totally blindsided by, blindsided by uh, the fact that my boys, like, since I was, like, 20 years old... Uh, you guys remember when I brought in Lord, right? Of course. Yeah, and then you they, did cut out there for a second, so it was Lord Gore so, for anyone. So, yeah, Lord Gore, like, a month ago, released a three-song EP. They have not released anything since... Let me check here. Uh, yeah, the last time they released anything was 2004. Woo! Over Whoa. over ten years ago is when Resickened came out, which is my favorite Lord Gore recording, by the way. Same. So... Like, I had no fucking idea that this even happened until, like, a week ago. But Lord Gore released a three-song EP called Cronenberg, like, aptly titled. Um, which, I mean, which, fuck, I fucking hope means that, the, means that they're going to record another album because we need them back. I know they've been, they've been hitting the tour circuit hard lately. I know they played California Death Fest. Uh, I know they've been playing a lot of Pacific Northwest shows because they're, they're from Oregon. Portland. I believe they're based in Portland, actually. And I mean, <laughs> I mean, holy shit, dude. One of the songs on this EP is called Million Maggot March. So how much more, how much more fucking great can you get than that? But this news also kind of comes with the downside. Um, only 150 copies were printed. They're all fucking cassettes and it's been sold out for weeks. And there's no digital copy of it anywhere. Like, there's no other format. There's no other distribution. Only the 150 copies that Head Split Record released. And they're all fucking gone. I can't find this EP anywhere. That's no one's uploaded it anywhere. Yeah. Excessively it, irritating. I know. Like, it, it, is, it, is one of the, it is one of those things that makes me hate this attitude. That, like, it's like, oh, yeah, we're only going to release limited number fucking outdated as shit format like come on dude like at least throw it up on Bandcamp. Like, like some of us don't want to spend just some of us don't want to spend the next fucking eight months trying to track down a used copy of your cassette and i hate cassettes look try try being the dude with the wu-tang tat trying to yeah. hear the album that's only owned by martin shkreli <laughs> um, no, I, I, I am a Wu Tang fan. Hmm? I thought they got it back because of uh, no. the whole legality thing with him. No, no. no. Um, Shkreli still owns that. I was gonna say, like, it makes sense um, when like certain bands release like a low number of tapes because, like, for cost reasons. Like, but like, I feel like Lord Gore should be putting yeah, out no, like they're they're well beyond that, right? Um, also, usually, even when a band does a limited number of cassettes, you can always buy the digital. Yeah. And uh, from what I've seen, there is no digital distribution of this anywhere. 
like not a one. <sighs> Guys, uh, it, well, you know what? Hopefully, like, hopefully I, that just I, means there's an album coming that those three tracks are a part of. I fucking hope so, dude. Because with track names like Nilly and Maggot, this is something I gotta have. Like, it's, I it's, it's really yeah. it's the only thing that really makes sense it, 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 it like they have to well like otherwise what the fuck was the point not like you made a yeah, ton of money off of 150 cassettes like no they and i think it's they gotta were like be a teaser dollars. yeah i think they were like five or six bucks a piece too like so like after the label cut and all that shit like that yeah there's no way that they could have much money off this like i think you're right phil i think this has to be i think this has to be a teaser for it's gotta be it's gotta be there's it just doesn't make sense otherwise well i mean it would make it would make sense not only for that reason but because like i said earlier they've been hitting the they've been hitting the tour circuit really hard the last year the last year or so ever since they reunited and man like god I just really want a new fucking album. I've been waiting so long for this. I found him when I was, like I said, I found 20 and I've been waiting ever since. And I, I gotta have it. Like, I, I gotta have a new Lord Gore album. That's that's just all there is to it. Well, yeah, that, uh, I think that does it for, uh, for the new yeah, release it. shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it for me. Yeah. That's it for me. Well, um, we've had, uh, We've had a much longer episode than expected. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which makes it good that certain planned things didn't happen tonight. Um, but keep an eye out. We, we've got some shit coming down the pipe. Uh, yep. That'll, that, you know, hopefully is uh, hopefully is a cool fucking, cool fucking thing for the rest of you guys, too. Um, we're working on, on doing more with the show, uh, which... Believe me, is insane for all of us. Um, <laughs> but we we really want to yeah. provide all of you with the most that we possibly can. Um, so you know we're working on things. Believe us. Uh, that being said, uh, find all of our shit at fthepit.com. Uh, all of our social media: Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. We're on the we're on the big three, if you will. Um, we respond pretty quickly, <laughs> you know. Pretty yeah. Um, yeah, we're we're generally available and paying attention to these things. Um, so if you want to discuss something with us or you want to fucking yell at us about some dumb shit, feel free. We'll uh, we'll be there. Um, I mean, there's no guarantee that we won't make fun of you for doing that, but you know, you're well, welcome to try. Sam will certainly make fun of you. I will um, absolutely make fun of you. <laughs> And he'll do it from his personal account. So I more than likely will. <laughs> um, yeah, Sam's own Sam's personal shit is all over our page. It's hysterical. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, my, it's you, my it's my shtick at this point. Frankly. You can also you know over at fthepit.com you can find all of the different um, all the different platforms on which you can listen to the show. If uh, if you're following us, especially on iTunes, uh, rate and review. Leave us, yeah, uh, please. Yeah. You know, uh, also, download those numbers help. Uh, we appreciate you, even if you're just streaming. Uh, but download it and then delete it and stream it if that's what you want to do. I mean, it takes what fucking ten seconds to download one of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, the download numbers help us tremendously uh, in trying to to push the podcast forward. So please download. Um, 
If you really like what we do and you want to really support us, head over to patreon.com slash from the pit. Uh, yes, where you can get access to all of our bonus episodes and uh, hopefully in the future some some more benefits. We're, we're working on some things. Um, but, you know, as it stands currently, uh, you get the bonus episodes, you get access to our Discord where uh, we all have the app installed. So if you jump in there and throw in a message, you may very well end up with uh, your own personal from the pit discussion. <laughs> um but yeah, uh, and for those of you who are supporting, thank you. It's what keeps us fucking going. Uh, but that about does it for me, Frank, if you'd like to take us out. With all that being said, it seems that we have arrived at our destination. It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. <laughs>